check, 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 one, two. Hey, it's John from the Podcastle, and you're listening to Nerd35 right now on iTunes, Podbean, or however you listen to your podcasts. And in case you missed it, here's what happened last week. We should go to the, the bottom of the ocean more. There's things under there that we haven't even touched. You know, those depths, like those, uh, those depths. How active are you in Snapchat? Are you still uh, frequenting quite, quite a bit? I would say I snap once a day, at the very least. Oh, good deal. All right. Sorry about that delay there. Boot, brute, newt. Clute, flute, shoot. Hey, you want to know what happened to me last night? George Clooney, plute. What happened to you last night? If there's an O at the end of the dog, he is a plute. Oh. <laughs> so I'm getting ready to lock up, get ready for bed. And I have these two um, elderly women that live yeah, just just a few, blo- a few feet away. And... Um, like a few like houses a mother, down? Mother. Or? Yeah, uh, like a mother-daughter, I guess. The daughter, I think there's something going on there. But she, she lives with her mom, and she's like 60 and 80. And What? Uh, I, I always pass them in, in, the, in the town. You can believe that. In L.A., I pass them, like, everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I always say hi and stop and ask how they're doing. Ugh. And uh, they've asked me for favors and, like, oh, help them out. Like, they need a quick ride somewhere. Such a good Samaritan. Good Samaritan. So I hear, Matt? Matt? And I'm like, oh, it's these old gals. Oh, what do you want? Bags. So, so I go outside and I was like, hey, what, what's going on, ladies? And they're like, we smell gas. And I'm like, like oh, farts? I I, that's what I thought <laughs> immediately. And I thought, well, you're old. And I said, no, I don't smell anything. And Maybe I was like, you have. Some are sneaking you, out. You have like a. Uh, like a stove or something on? They're like, no. But oh. our other neighbor, Don, they're like, well, we heard he turned his pilot light off. And I'm like, well, What's that? do you think is I guess for his stove uh, or his oven or something, he tried to put the gas on and, and the, 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 the pilot flame went out, but like there might have been still gas. Oh. So I was like, do you think there's like live gas in his house? And he's like, well... We saw like a repair guy fixing it, so I don't think so. And I don't really know what they're asking me at this point, but yeah, they're kind of upset. Like, what the heck do I know? So I was like, "Do you do you want me to do you want me to, do you want me to wake him up and like check it out?" Why and I'm like, you? "Well, I don't know. Maybe uh, we smell." I was like, "All right, we probably so shouldn't start, have come over." So I start knocking. So I'm waking people up at this point, checking their gas, pissing all kinds of people off. What time is this? This is like 12. Okay. Okay. Wow. So trying to like. Check the gas, and you know I have no authority to be knocking on homes late at night and right. letting myself in to check their gas. I'm there's already for, red flags. I'm here for inspection. So, so behind their behind their house, there's like a, um, like a transformer kind of for a bunch of different homes. You know, because it's a 
urban right. thing. There's like gas, a main gas hub or something. Right. It's all in and one was, place and like, then it trees out. Branches, so I'm just trying to do something else to, to put their minds to rest because I don't smell anything. I think it's fine. I'm okay. like, do you want me to check out, go behind like the building and check out this gas situation? Because I'm really qualified to be checking gas at 1230 <laughs> at night. I think it's a crime actually if I'm like tampering with this. Are so you – like, are you in like like how are you dressed right now? You said you were like getting ready for bed. Were you just like in I'm mesh in, shorts, bare feet? Yeah, yeah. I had sandals <laughs> on that I put on, like slippers. <laughs> so I was like, Do you want me to check the gas? Like, would you? Oh, would you? I was like, Yeah. You put so, a robe um, on for like extra effect, like oh, ex- fine. Right. A newspaper and like a flashlight. <laughs> yes. You know, flashlight. and reading reading glasses that I drop and I break and I'm like, I can't see. And there's like a <laughs> creepy guy coming up behind me. So I'm going I'm walking through behind houses looking for this gas thing and all I need is someone to look out the window and see creepy Clark like looking in the window looking for gas. I don't I smell know. anything. So I go back and there's this young girl lives in my in our building that has a um, I guess like a car kit. She's working on a car kind of late at night. So I'm creeping out of uh. like the, 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 the weeds kind of behind the building and I stumble upon her and I look creepy as hell and I don't know what to do because I, I so I'm, I awkwardly try to say something so it doesn't give the illusion I'm scary and all I could muster up because I'm kind of is, uh-oh, which creeped her out even more because I just come out of the shadows going, uh-oh, uh, uh, like <laughs> like I'm going to get you. Like you're going to flash her next. Uh-oh. Yeah, so she, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I just I was checking the gas, and I could tell she was completely weirded out. She's like a 21-year-old uh-oh. girl. Oh, so, my God. She had 9-1 dialed. Right. So I, so I go back. I, I tell the old ladies, you can go to bed. Everything's fine. I'll check out Don's Don's house tomorrow, and I I still feel bad that I scared this girl. So I make the situation worse by bringing her out of water, and I was like, I brought this for you, and she's like, Oh, thanks, and I was like, All right, going to bed, good night, because uh, I was like, So you know, you're tired, juice. and you just yeah, I don't know what to do, but I come out of the weeds, I go, Uh oh, and then I come back with liquid for her, like <laughs> I know. already, I just want to turn myself in at this point. <laughs> I'm messing with people's gas, I'm going in the homes, like I'm the definition of like a prowler. At you this have point, like a, you have like a ro- she has like one of those roofie straws. Yeah, stay away with me from that. With me from from me with that drink. What I know that, what's te- in that there. Test, test the drink. Did you hear about that? I uh, no, that's I, a good idea. I guess I stumbled upon that. Um, I think someone f- for shark drink. Shark Tank maybe, but if your huh. um, if your drink has been roofied, Tampered. or it's not just roofie, it's like anything your straw will like change a different color. Interesting. Yeah. Like, like if it's, if somebody messed with it, if there's like, um, barbiturates and, um, those type of date <laughs> rape the, drugs. What are we, the Beatles? Yeah. yeah. We're taking barbiturates to play clubs, to play the cavern club all night. Ludes. What kind of, how about that backfires though? And it's really just a nice guy. And you go to the bathroom and she's like, let me, let me see if you're trying to rate me. Oh, you're not. Okay. Let's so you've seen God with the wind. It's like, I don't really want to be here anymore. <laughs> You just tested to see if I was going to try to date rape you. Yeah, what are we doing? So I, I go I go back in, and this whole time I'm just like, yeah, I'll just put on the news and wait to see myself when they're like, strange prowler caught harassing girl and neighbors and it's know, like, strikes Tarzana. It's like Family Guy when like the cops are at their door and they're watching it on TV. And he's like, yeah, yeah look at right, the wife's right, hot. Right, right, the wife's hot. What do you think the, um, the, the over-under age is – for people who know what the term pilot light even is, because I'm thirty-five. 
Uh, Yeah, I think anyone under 35 has no idea what a pilot light is. They would think it's on an airplane. Yeah, you would think like, oh, you're, I don't know, you're flying. It's like, I'm quite the aviator, young man. (laughs) Harold Hughes? Howard Hughes. Howard. See, the thing is, John, is I care very much about aviation. Come in with the milk. Come in with the milk. Come in with the milk. Come in with the tweetos. Squeetos. At the Underscore Podcast, so we're doing a second show in a row here. Give me the blueprints. Show 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 me the blueprints. I still got one to edit and put on the document, man. We're just bumping out material left and right. Golden State won last night. I know you're excited about that. You had a lot of money riding on it. No money, just fandom. It's it's so funny how even I should turn this shit off. Even though I even though I have no horse in the race, it's just the there's that part of you. That I think all men hold on to, uh, and it's, yeah. it's why we watch sports, and it's why superhero movies are big, and blah blah blah. We all hold on to something from our childhood, and we never let it go. And I think that game last night, I was like wrapped up in it like a kid. I was yeah. like, oh, I just want to see Kevin Kevin Durant get a championship. Like, I don't care if he if he left his team and went to the Warriors. Like, I like the Warriors. I think they're great. I think yeah. they're great for basketball, blah blah blah. And it was it was such a cool ending, um, because like with eight minutes to go, it, f- from like the eighth minute to five minute mark, Durant and Steph Curry just took over. They just completely took over. They dominated it. And it got to the point where there was about four right. minute four minutes remaining. Cavs took a timeout. They brought the ball back in, and they did an ISO with LeBron where. All the Cavs Ooh. members went to the four corners of the court, and LeBron just went one-on-one with Andre Iguodala, former 76er. Yeah. And he scored, but, like, that's a right. sign of, like, we've given up. Like, we're not running any offense here. We're just going to try and score as yeah. fast as we can by having LeBron charge down the middle. Yeah, we're just going to throw, uh, you know, a bunch of paint at the wall and see what looks good because we this is it, kind of over. But, yeah, it's like yes. one of the – Closest thing years that you're gonna you're gonna witness that's you know as close to uh, Michael Jordan Bulls uh, because you have this dynasty team happening and it's just you're, you're you know you're watching something uh, very exciting and very special that they're gonna be talking about like in 20 years you know yeah. like this this era Golden State Warriors. Yo, I I think that uh, if they win and I think they're very capable of winning two more championships like in a row mm. or two in the next yeah. three years because. Durant's contracts like four or five year contracts, so, and they're all under thirty years old. That whole starting four all stars, they're all right. under forty, so they're not going anywhere. Um, no, we'll, good we'll, young look, team. we'll look back at this as the best team of all time. Yeah, yeah, they're very well may be. Just too many stars at too many positions. Like Jordan's teams. They had him, Pip- cooks and they're all making a feast. him, Pippen, and Rodman, but then they had a whole bunch of role players. They didn't have two other all-stars on the starting five as well. Right, yeah, they had, like, the, the, the two, you know, superstars, and then you had Jordan, and then you had some really good supporting guys, role some good players. wingmen, but right. uh, you didn't have, uh, you know, the amount of superstars that the Warriors do, and it's just incredible. Yeah, and the fact that they're all under 30, and they got longevity with the team, it's gonna, you're going to just keep seeing them. More and more. Yeah, and I love it. I think it's great. Um, They're never a team I had any beef with. So it's cool. You know, they're on the West. Um, 
their time too. They've been over shitty for a long time, and Golden State. You're like, yeah, nobody likes Golden State, and it's right. It's a good era for them. Yeah, you they know? sucked forever, and now they're really good. So it's cool. like the Patriots. Mm. No, John's favorite not team. Not like the Patriots. John loves the, the Pats. The Patriots win with one All Star and a bunch of nobodies, a bunch of six foot, one hundred eighty five pound white wide receivers, a bunch of Polish guys. Yeah, we just got going touchdowns. Tweet us. Squid up. School podcast. I went to a. Uh, I had to do a, a, a conference thing today at the Microsoft Center down in Playa Vista. Um, Ooh. really important stuff, mm. you know. Playa Vista, regular. Uh, yeah. I don't know who's there. It means, it means beach view. Oh yes, view beach. Yes, view the beach. View the beach. Uh, and there was a, there was a the speaker beach, talked beach. about. You will pick up beach, the sand. The crabs, the horseshoe crabs, the fiddle crabs, and more sand and questions. Yes, a lot. That's, that's quite a, quite an order of it's usually, items. Usually just one thing said three so times. You will pick up the trash, the trash, and the trash. Yeah, no, that sounds good. It's the debris, anyway. Debris, debris, debris. Debris. The seaweed, the seaweed, the seaweed. So they had the speaker there, and, um, you know, she was trying to talk about technology and how you can benefit and blah, blah, blah. Like in uh, uh, technology for what... Uh, technology for like database software and Ugh. how to really boring stuff. Real she was, exciting. She was stuff. trying. She was trying. She was young. She was attractive. She was trying to you know do things, but she she was Make really sound, striking out. Make really it sound striking cool. Out. Yeah. And I felt bad, so I started like piping up with jokes, and she would laugh, but like nobody else laughed. It was just a really tough crowd. A few people laughed when I said uh, her PowerPoint stopped working. And I was like, oh, she's not doing well. She's trying to keep this crowd alive. And her PowerPoint thing. So I go really loud, typical Microsoft. <laughs> and then there was an awkward pause and then a bunch of laughs. But well, I was going to say, were there like Microsoft shareholders there? Or yeah, something? yeah. Like, that's know? why it was awkward. And I was like, typical Microsoft. I'm on my iPhone the whole time tweeting. But, yes. um, but you've been in those situations, right, where you feel kind of bad for the speaker. So – even if they ask questions, I, I would just make up stuff. She goes, does anyone have a, like a story to share about any of this? And nobody was contributing. And she's like, oh. anybody, a story. So I just raised my hand and I said, I have a story. It has nothing to do with this, but I can tell you a story. And she's like, go ahead. And I told a story. I made it up on the spot about tuna fish. What? And I just was like, yeah, I, I told someone I like tuna fish and I don't. So now they make it for me all the time. So I eat tuna fish like four days a week. And then, and then she took that as like, oh, so you're a big kiss ass. And I was like, you uh, just lost your only ally in this room and I shut down for the rest and she bombed. Man. Yes! Wait she, a minute. She did, the session like 20 minutes early. Did she call you like a wise ass? Yeah, like in front of everybody. I was like, I've been help. I've been floating you for two <laughs> hours. You are done. The the balloon strings are cut. Let's see you fly away. And then she, she, she couldn't recover and uh, it was just going so badly and she's like, all right, well, you know what? We can we can wrap it up early. Thanks for coming. And I'm like, it just was like a person that wasn't qualified enough to be speaking publicly. Right. And I felt bad. I was like, I'm gonna try to help you out a little bit. And I, I answered some questions and spoke up. I made things up just so she would have like a response. You filled the dead air. That and then it, she blasted me. And, and then was, she yeah, then she threw you under the bar. I think because she was already kind of upset at the whole situation. She was just – she needed to unleash some kind of venom, and, I, and, and it, I was, like, the only one talking, so she had to do something. But I was, like, might want to choose your targets carefully. I'm your only friend in this room. 
And it seems like she was a nerd yeah. because she was able to explain all that stuff and wasn't really a good public speaker. So she was probably trying to be funny like you were being, and it yeah. just came off like mean. And yeah. came off, Then right. I shut down. I, I shut down like a, like, a, like a vagina. And then – but she kept bringing up personal things, I guess, that were cool to her, but nobody wanted to hear about. Like, she brought up her dog, like, three times, and you're like, ah, oh, you got a dog. And she's like, yeah, so when Ginger and I were running, and, and but it doesn't apply to the story. And I'm like, ah, oh, dude, you're all over the place. Oh, she was and just people, crowbarring She, was, she it didn't in. have an audience. People, Everyone was on their phone. Like, right. it was, I, I felt bad for her, you know? <sighs> dude, that's what it was like when I went and visited one of my clients. Like, the whole time... No one's paying attention, but right, you feel bad. There is that one, that one guy or girl who was the kiss ass in grade school, who was a nerd but was like an outgoing, loud nerd who just was always any questions two minutes before lunch and class is over. Any questions, or we can just head out to recess early. <laughs> I have a question, Miss Bomber. Oh, you motherfucker! Because I've been sitting here for the last four hours counting down to this moment, and you're gonna I'm to, steal. I'm trying to go, and then you always have the one that asks a lot of questions, and like they they, they still at the end go, "I have one more." Qu- I'm sorry, I have a lot of questions. It's like, yes, you do. You need to choose your cl- your questions carefully. It's not. The doctor is not asking you, do you have any questions about this AIDS surgery we're doing? No, it's, it's like you, you, you can hold this in. Some people just and like to hear themselves talk. I was just going to say, we had those today too, the, the few people that would contribute. They'd be like, well, because what I'm doing in my business, and you're like, oh, I can't. But, I can't. But the squeaky wheel gets the oil. So usually the people that don't shut up are usually the ones that people are like, okay, here, whatever you want, take it and just get a, leave me alone. Yeah, get out of here. You I'm know, trying to go home. If you badger them enough. But I was like, gosh. I was like, this dude who's this big shot, but I don't care who he is. Uh, right. after, afterwards, I was like, yo, were you the annoying kid in class that asked the last question two minutes before recess? He was like, hey, man, no, I've been in this business for... Bl-. I was like, then you shouldn't have so many questions if you've been in this business yeah. for you longer be, than I've been alive, which is what you I know you were going to say. Vet. Yes. Right, you should, you should know the answers and not be asking all these questions because they just like to hear themselves speak. Right, they want to feel yeah. important. Well, what I'm doing not. now is I'm inventing a sandwich shop that feeds itself. That's great. Can I go? Can I get in my car and go? And not only... Go. Not only are these people just raising their hand too much, and, and okay, so say they have a valid question. Right. Then they try, then, you know, the, the stage is theirs, and it's the comedy hour with the guy who is not funny at all, who yes. asks a question, they try to be funny, and, like, the host has to kind of, like, do their fake laugh thing, and, oh, oh, oh. It's, he's a, he, yeah, they're doing their set. They have oh. the material. They're ready to go. And then there's the people, like in school, that would uh, ask questions, and the questions were always like an hour long. You know, they had this preface. Any questions about when Sherman attacked the South? Yes, I have one because I remember similarly another thing when this, 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 and this happened, and then that, that, and that happened, and then this, who, what, where, why, and when. So my question, if that worked there, and that, nobody, 
You already the have too teacher. many variables. It's not a question. That's like a thesis statement. The teacher's like, um, Jimmy, that's not till like chapter 10. Like, s- slow the fuck down. It's it was chap- so, chapter two. It's chapter 10. And there was one, uh, there was one guy that told, a, told another joke or, or tried to. And it was so corny. Like, I kind of got red in the face. I felt bad for him. Oh, no. Because she, she was talking about, like, you know, you can use database software for fundraising if you're a, a nonprofit, you know, a philanthropy. And I made the joke. I was like, my dad was a philanthropist. No, no, a philanderer. And that got a lot of laughs. And then this guy goes, oh, a philanthropist like Bill Gates. And it was just crickets. And I was like, oh, dude, shut it down. Shut it down. Like, and was... this is not a comedy crowd. So it's not like people had to laugh. But even for that, I was like, oh, dude. And his, he was quiet for the rest. Was, I felt bad for him. Like after he made that joke, was were most people like, what? Most people were like, what? Or and even the, the, the speaker was just like, huh. You know, like even the one that was bombing was still like, no, I don't appreciate this. It, like it wasn't good at all. Because the way he said feel? it, it's like, like Bill Gates. Yes, he donates a lot of money. I was going to say, thanks. doesn't he donate like billions? <laughs> yeah, thanks for the reference. <laughs> it was weird. But anyway, that was my day. And it was, uh, oh my God. It, was, it was a weird 24 hours, I guess. But lots of great shows. Listen to the Coon Show, man. Oh, it was a good one. Good one. Really full of, tight. Full of good stuff. And I swear, I'm, I'm, I want to. I don't know if I really will. Because I've just been so uh, impatient with trying to watch a new show or, you know, get into anything new because I'm yeah, obsessed yeah. with this and it like sucks up all my time. I what, the podcast? Yeah, just yeah. screwing around, you know, editing the, the, the bits. They're brilliant. Everyone. Um, dude, they're so fun. They're so good. Um, so I, I, I want to get into JFK. I want yeah. to start reading, and I want to know the people that knew what was going on between Johnny or between JFK, between Jack, right? Yeah. And Bobby during the yeah. Cuban Missile Penis or Crisis. Yeah, the Cuban Missile Penis had a lot of history. We should just watch the movie Thirteen Days. It'll show you everything you need. Mm. It's a great flick. Is it on the flicks? I don't know. It's a good question. I'm sure, you can find it. The Who might be on the Who. I watched Gangs of New York last night, man. It was another late night. After I came in and I was watching, I threw up Gangs. Great movie. After the but, um, the gas leak. After the gas leak, I had to unwind with Bill the Butcher. Um, but it was but but it'd be funny if you did get into the Kennedy and you started getting really into it. And I'm yeah. like, you know, John, are we doing a show? No, John, no man, I gotta go up to Washington. I gotta interview some old some old leads. John, you don't have the access for that. What are you doing? What do I do now? I'm very important. I'm involved. I'm involved. I matter. Tweet us. Squid up. Let's go podcast on Snap Away at Nerd.35. So what else is going on, man? What's happening down there? What was for dinner tonight? Uh, tonight we went to Tijuana Flats. One Ooh, of, Taco Tuesday. One of, exactly. One of Heather and I's old faves from uh, our old apartment where it was right across the street and we would walk there. Uh, uh, so we took a little drive and had, uh, I had the Baja, what the, heck, what the heck were they called? They were like Baja street tacos, Ooh. crispy, okay. s- sweet street tacos. I don't know. Sweet street meat. And Heather had, uh, she had the steak. 
tacos, which was good because oh yeah, she is not her stomach is all not is not good, so she's nauseous. So she isn't Same. eating. She's not eating the best food. It's mostly just like bread and pasta. Yeah, she's light on the. Needs some protein. You need the protein. Your right. protozoans had to eat. <laughs> Krokatoa. I always wanted the steak Krakatoa. tacos. Krakatoa. Oh, steak tacos are so good, but I always get the fish. Yeah, fish is good too. To help the loins. Help, Sweet meat. Help the artery loins. Yeah, it does help the artery loins. My fucking yeah. <laughs> mercury down to your, down to your bait and tackle box, down to your meat, to veg. It's totally it really helps. Helps totally, it. Totally but that's good though. So you went to Tijuana Flats. That's a uh, yeah. I misread it when you when you texted too. I was like, where are you guys going? And you said Taco Tuesday, and it, at first I thought it said Tornado Tacos, and I was like, oh. Sounds like it's a it's a cluster of cultures in your stomach. Oh. T- taco tornadoes, oh. and I was like, <laughs> I was like, the name is awesome though, so I'm gonna go there. Taco tornadoes. That's like, yeah, that's the exit. That's when they don't sit well. That's that's what's happening. It's like drinking a milk stout. It's what sli- you want to do? It slips right through you. So, that's sp- speaking of the Coons show, um, yeah, the Comey testified yes monday friday no this i'm so upside down oh me too last week yes yesterday or today this jeff sessions guy today right and was he did did you hear any reviews i heard it was kind of a joke yeah, it was just a bunch of bullshit. Like, the Attorney General Jeff Sessions, he's one of the guys, too, that thinks that marijuana offenders should be treated like heroin offenders, you know? He's like that rat. He's from Alabama, you know? He's uh, so clearly he's disqualified to be a cop. He looks like he's 100 years old. He's an old guy. He looks like the Crypt Keeper, you know? I don't know whether to listen to him or, 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 or pray for God to save him from the angel of death that's walking through the corridors. These what old, these old White-haired white men gotta go. I'm oh, sorry. There's just too they many just of them. Gotta fucking go. They're so closed-minded. They've been in that seat, that suit, their whole life. <clears throat> they're they're out of touch. You need like a Condoleezza Rice in there, you know? Yes. We're all missing the days when Obama was president. We're all missing the days when Bush was president. At this point, we really are. Exactly. As bad as that was, at least he was a politician that was like a good American. He would never say anything like "just grab by the pussies," and that would never come out of his mouth. Um, but Jeff Sessions said things today like uh, about the Russian investigation and this. It's just a big lie. It's just a right. big, dirty lie. Well, it's not, sir, because you're under investigation 100 days into office. There's obviously something that happened. It's a big, dirty, filthy, stinky, <laughs> sweaty, tremendous lie. That's what you'll tell him, Jeff. Jeff. When you go in there and they ask you any questions, even where you parked your car, you'd say you didn't park in handicapped. You'd tell them it was a big, black, red, green, twisted, sweaty, soiled, soiled, grotesque lie. And you just lie. Soiled green. Just lie. Like so. It is people. Yeah. Soil and green. It is people. Uh, appalling and detestable lie to accuse him of colluding with the Russians. He can't remember anything about Russia. That's the first video I see here. This is the attorney general. 
This yes, Yoda. This Yoda looking fuck. Yeah, he looks like he what was the uh fuck. Yeah, in episode four or something, you know. This he's, just, he's all over the place. There's too many old white men, and uh, it's very, it's almost a joke. You know, I mean, it is a joke, but they they think they're serious. It really <laughs> is a joke that these people are just pissing away progress that's happened, and it's not like it's good for. Let's look at climate change for a second. I won't get into a big political thing, but let's say that you don't believe it's real. All right, but even using renewable green energy and uh, saving money on the oil, even if it's not real, that still has good benefits. You're putting more right. money in schools. You're saving money from foreign oils. I mean, even if you don't believe in it, it's still good for you. Yeah. I mean, there's no redeemable qualities unless you're getting paid by big oil, which is what these guys are doing. Right. And that's why you have this freak show. And if you saw Trump's cabinet meeting the other day, it was a big circle jerk. Did you oh watch that? Oh, my God. Did I you didn't... see that? I was like, are they doing this? Do they do this like every year or for every new president? Or are they just doing this for TV? Because it no. was the most staged, awkward, dumb. Like these guys, these people complimenting him. Yeah. I, I felt like they were reading scripts. Yep. They, no, they absolutely were. Oh. And the scary thing is, is you know what that really reminds me of? You know, you know where they do that? Is North Korea. Where everyone goes around going, he's the greatest leader. He's the best. He does great things. We're so happy to have him because they don't want to get killed. So right. Trump's setting all these guys up to be like, unless you want to get fired, you're going to praise me. So they're all going, it's a blessing to work for you. I mean, nobody says that. He's the president of a democracy of the United States. As a citizen, you you have the right to challenge him. Do not be afraid of this man. Uh, do not be afraid of any president as a citizen. You know, you need to challenge yes. them. He's having them this puppet cabinet saying. He's great. We just love working with this blessed man. Uh, it's really messed up. Blessed really man, messed up. like yeah, how... that was one of them said. Like it's it's a, it's a blessed man, and it's a blessing to work with you to be <sighs> to be part of your your. And and then Trump said things like, nobody nobody has done more things as a president ever than I have in this short time. He Actually, you haven't really done like much. That. You can't you can't get anything passed because everyone's blocking you because you're crazy. You can only get so much done. And All then right. he said things like. No other president ever has – no president has never except for a few times have done the things that I do. Well, by definition, it's not except for a few times. It's never or as absolute. That means it's, it's happened before. He's just so crazy. He's, He's like a little fat fucking monkey fingers. That <laughs> fat fuck. <laughs> That's going to be my new final thing. He uh... – <laughs> Crazy, we're, do, we're gonna do great things. Yeah, you're pissing away the planet, you dickhead. You know, uh, yeah, a lot of people. Well, uh, uh, no, he's like, you know, like millions, mi well, thousands. There's like a couple people that have haven't done this, and I did it, uh, but it's okay. It's like, <laughs> the, what the fuck? You're like running the whole show, and that's how you talk. That's doing. There was a lot of stuffed animals <laughs> by inauguration. I lined them up, and I played tea party with them, and it was great. So great things. Like, could you imagine? He's out of control. Could you imagine him testifying? Lawyers would shred him because he oh. he never really he always has like um um he always has statements that he yeah. is good with the media wiggling away from. But with a lawyer, they're gonna like stick on that topic, and he'll try to keep wiggling out, and they won't let him. That lawyer no. will make him answer. We'll so, have to keep weaseling around. One hundred percent. I hope they put him on the stand, and that, and I hope they. 
Yeah, they, impeach they, him. They aired at 9 p.m. on a Saturday night at every bar in this country. And they charged some pay-per-view like a Mayweather fight. Right. Tweet us. Squeet him. You want to go to a quick break? Sure. What were you going to say? I didn't mean to cut you off. That. I was, well, I'm interested in your ginger. Real quick. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like you're offering ginger for people. Some ginger? Yeah, well, you know, I just digestion. Yeah, I'll take some ginger. Try, try to take a mouthful. Speaking of Mayweather, uh, apparently his people have released a date for this Mayweather McGregor matchup August really August 26th or 29th I can't remember exactly oh man let me see yeah so this thing is gonna freaking happen it is like lips or what what, what was his name in uh lips Rocky, no Rocky three uh Clubber Lang Clubber no 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 Hogan oh Thunder Lips Thunder Lips that's like what this feels like it's it like is wrestling and boxing Mike Tyson thinks it's going to ruin the sport he did a whole video about how it's going to ruin the sport and it's a terrible idea and Mayweather would have gotten knocked out by Tyson that part's true he would have he would have killed but, him but I, I don't think it'll ruin the sport it's going to be a boxing match you know it'll be a fun uh, fun exhibition kind of thing I mean if Don King didn't ruin boxing then nothing will right and I mean Yes, if Mayweather beat if Mayweather loses, it will it will shift so many fans from boxing to UFC. It'll be astronomical. It'll be great for the sport. And if and if Mayweather wins, like actually knocks him out, which he totally could, um, it, it won't really change. It, I don't really think it's going to have an effect on boxing. Right, because you had a good and interesting. Uh, Assertion of the results, where if uh, McGregor loses, then well, you know, he's still McGregor, and he, that's not his sport, and it's whatever. A it's a win-win. But if he wins, then then it's going to blow it up anyway. Where it's like, well, he beat a box. He beat the arguably the best boxer in the world right now. He's the only person to beat that boxer. Right. He's undefeated. Yeah, he's like forty-nine bouts. I think he had thirty. Yeah, forty-nine in a row, dude. I'm, I get so jacked up when I watch McGregor fights. I don't know why, because I'm not like a big UFC person, but I just think he's something different. He is special. Like he's in, he's in such control of his matches. I've never seen anything like it, even with guys that are bigger than him. Yeah, um, he's very calculated. I, I don't know if I'm even going to be able to watch that match because I'm going to be so jacked up for him to just clock Mayweather and drop him in the first 15 seconds oh, like he does great. to some UFC guys. So, you got to watch uh, it. I'm going I'm to have a heart attack. Yeah, I am too. Not because of the match, just because of the way I'm treating my body. It's just, it's not, it's, I'm due. In general. Tweet us. Squeet up. At the underscore podcast, we'll return with more chats about Tommy Morrison from Rocky Five and Kamala directly. After this, sue me for what? I think I've developed uh, dance moves to that. That song, actually. Yeah, you have quite the number. I do. I have different parts that I do during different segments of the uh, uh, the tribal dance. That show we go live on video. Share it with the world what this Kamala dance looks like because it's it's just phenomenal. It's great. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck, hold on. I gotta close down some shit here. It's getting a little, getting a little droopy. Don't need it to be so. 
So Drupalesque, one of the windows that you just close goes, hey, Johnny, close me down. Closed him down. Why don't you try closing me down? Okay, Yahoo, I'll just exit. Okay, it's done. Yeah, yeah. I'll just, I'll open you back up when I need you. Do you remember reading about Tommy Morrison, Tommy Gunn? How he had AIDS and then he didn't, and then he did, and then he got hooked on meth, and then he died, and it was just a weird dude. Whoa, I I remember him. I just remember hearing he had AIDS, and that was it. He had AIDS, and then they got the AIDS. And then. Then he had it again, so he probably had it all along, but oh. he thinks there was a mistake. Um, Can you imagine that? Yeah, and then oh. I get pictures of him from Rocky Five, and then you see him like six years later, and he's a completely different person just from all the meth or whatever he was doing. Oh, but He spoke in interviews. He was the like most articulate, well-spoken guy you would ever hear. You'd think he would be like some thug yeah. that's all over the place, but he was like very meticulous and like – well, that's actually kind of the uh, oh. assertion, Larry. And see, unfortunately, through years of that, and you're like, this is like a really like a smart guy, you know, at least like an educated guy. I mean, right? Like he spoke well, spoke very well. You know, he didn't talk like, well, I'm gonna kick his ass and like whatever. I mean, he was very like calm and all that. And then he was he beat George Foreman, I think, for the title, and then he lost it again. But I think at one point he, he like did. Well, he did well in boxing. Yeah. Beat George Foreman. I, I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Wow. I'll, I can I can produce aerial grass. I'm, uh, I'm off the Mac. I'll jump onto my work station right here. Tommy Morrison. Tommy Gunn apparently is a porn actor, and I just did a bad search for that. You're like, oh, I did that on my work computer. Damn it. Damn it. I did that one time. Okay, it does appear that, oh, my gosh. Yeah, you see him now. He's like... Bald with a goatee. He's dead. Get the fuck out of here, Shady. Uh, Tommy Morrison, 1993. He held the WBO World Heavyweight title. Uh, it doesn't, of course, say he, who he beat. Let's scroll through here. I don't want to get into, like, he had AIDS. He didn't have AIDS. He did have AIDS. Uh, yeah. After two wins in 93, including one over two-time world title challenger Carl The Truth Williams, Morrison found himself fighting the WBO title again for the WBO title again against heavyweight boxing legend Mr. Grill. Jorge Foreman, who was himself <laughs> making a comeback as both men were framed for their punching power. An exciting battle was expected, but Morrison chose to avoid brawling with Foreman and spent the fight boxing from long range. He was able to hit and move effectively in this manner, and after a closely contested bout, he won a unanimous 12-round decision. Wow, Foreman went 12 rounds with him. He was like 45. I think you, wow. I think you should lose if you're Tommy Morrison at that stage. You go that long with such an old guy. Yeah. In 96, Morrison was scheduled to fight against Arthur Weathers. Carl Weathers' son. Yes. Uh, he had tested the, listen to this, the Nevada Athletic Commission determined that Morrison had tested positive for HIV. The commission suspended Morrison from boxing in Nevada. Several days later, Morrison's physician administered a test, which was also positive. At a news conference in 96, Morrison said he's, he contracted HIV because of permissive, fast, and reckless lifestyle. He would absolutely never fight again. Hmm. And then he announced he wanted to fight one last time. 
when he could find an opponent. The proceeds would go to Knockout AIDS Foundation. Uh, Morrison would probably not be permitted to fight in Oklahoma because of the suspension. Detree's infection, he said he took antiretroviral antiretroviral medication. Wow. Uh, uh, well, which reduces his viral load to almost undetectable levels. Uh, in, uh, in 2006, he said his HIV test has had had been a false positive. What does that mean? <laughs> Too much math here. It's, it's yeah, a false. Just give me a yes or no. It's like you can get false negatives, but I don't think you can get false positives. I think it's like impossible. Um, 96 test results and concluded they were ironclad and unequivocal, said the Nevada Commission Medical Advisory Board. He got a copy of the original test result, but was unable to do so, adding, I don't think it ever existed. The commission said Morrison could contract the laboratory, and they would immediately... It's amazing that Wikipedia has these quotes. (laughs) I know. Someone put a lot of time late at night being like, I'm going to calculate the Sentinel Sun article from 92 into here. This this gets even weirder. (laughs) Morrison tested negative for HIV four times in January of 2007. That year, he began fighting again. After passing medical tests in Texas, West Virginia, licensed Morrison to fight in that state. In February, he fought and beat John Castle. In June, his former agent, Randy Lang, alleged that Morrison had tested positive in January and that the boxer had tampered with blood samples. Morrison responded that he had fired Lang when he discovered that Lang was not really even a lawyer. Dude, it's like a, a bad soap opera. It's like that one friend you have who just can't avoid shit. You know, right. like there's always something going on where they have like an excuse or, you know, they're just stuck in a rut. Well, oh, this happened to me, so I can't do this now. It's like, it follows them around. There's a common denominator. You pay me back the $200? My lawnmower died this morning. Okay. Okay, now. <laughs> all right. It has nothing to do with me, but all right. The Kansas City Star described this his early 2009 fight. Star. In, star, star described his early 2009 fight in yeah, Wyoming star, kid. as a staged event and a fake fight. In 2011, the RACJ, the Boxing Commission for the Province of Quebec, required that Morrison take a supervised HIV test in advance of a scheduled 2011 fight. Morrison declined to take the test because he said it would be the same kind of test administered in Nevada in '96. Instead, Morrison invited the Quebec Commission to attend a public test, but the commission did not come. Morrison stated that if Quebec refused to license him, he would take the dog and pony show somewhere else. Legal issues. (laughs) (laughs) Up next on the Tommy Morrison uh, (laughs) biography documentary on the podcastle. That's great. Death. Interesting. Yeah, but it's really bizarre that he had those kind of... uh... I mean, he has AIDS, he doesn't have AIDS, it's a false positive, it's a dog and pony show, the guy's not a lawyer. That's really weird, man. Sounds like, like he just shouldn't be boxing altogether. He's too much of a, like a liability. It's going to be that complicated. I remember in Rocky Five, you were like, ooh, that guy's like pretty huge. Like, I wonder why he doesn't box in real life. And then you're like, what? oh, he does box in real life. Yeah. You're like, he's pretty big. Why isn't he like a boxer? Yeah, he is. right. Tommy Gunn, all the fights in the ring. Now the fighter's street fighter. The fighter's street I told you. I love in Rocky Five the the she's like the hot redhead. She's like a forty year old cougar, and like 
if you sign with me, you're going to get candy over here. And it's just oh, like, yeah. it's like some hot older woman redhead, but it's not like a playmate or anything. And you're like, really? That's all that we can get with his celebrity? The guy's a couple yeah. million dollars in a fight, and this, that's, the, that's the bargaining chip? Yeah, I would think, you know, back then, what was it, like early, no, early 90s, like uh, Michelle Pfeiffer? No, yeah, can't. right. That's it? I don't even know who that person is. I think Point Break has the crown for the most unhot actress in a film. Uh, what's the actress's name? Frank. She was in. Um, uh, she was in a League of Their Own. You know what I'm talking about? The movie Point Break. Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves' love interest. She's got like the short hair. She's not attractive. Yes. And whenever she... I watch that, I'm thinking like, you could have got a better looking actress at that time. She is a good actress though. She can yeah. play. She was Kit in. Uh, it was Kit in in A League of Their Own, but she was also Tank Girl. So yeah, she was Tank Girl too. Quite a wide range. She can play crazy. She can um, and channel. I b- I believe she is a she regular. She is a regular on the Netflix hit Orange Is the New Black. I think so. Yes, I, yes think I, believe. She, I think she's actually the wise old sage. Yes, I believe that actually is an accurate assumption of your intellectual wit, diversity, and outreach of cinematical decisiveness. In August 2013, Elizabeth Merrill of ESPN.com reported that Morrison's mother, Diana, disclosed that Tommy had full-blown AIDS and was in his final days. She also stated that Morrison had been bedridden for over a year. The same article stated that Morrison's wife, Tricia, did not believe Morrison had AIDS. Uh, I She's was getting denial. that for sure. Check yeah. down. Yeah. I'm not going to get tested. I'm in denial. Yes, I would, wouldn't do that. The only thing that I draw from all of this is I'll never get tested for AIDS in Nevada. Yeah. If I'm worried. I mean, yeah. it just feels like the Nevada Athletic Commission, they just they have a shitty testing system. Sweetie, we've got to get you tested for HIV. Uh, okay, I guess as a partner, I should do that. Uh, I'll just go up to Cedar Sinai. It's the best hospital in the world. No, we need to go to Nevada Gaming Commission. I'm not a boxer. Positive. <laughs> I've never had sex. <laughs> I'm a virgin. I like it uh, straight out of Compton. I don't like any AIDS scenes, but when you're talking about AIDS scenes, when they the doctor tells Easy E, the character playing Easy E, that he has AIDS, mm. and he's like, but I ain't no faggot. Oh, yeah. And he's like, well, actually, Mr. Wright, you can get it a number of ways. You can either, yes, the first one is what you said, or uh, be black. And that's what you are. So And that's you, what you are. So you that's kind of what happened. Hey, what am I going to do? So, not to veer here, but... Yeah, no, let's veer. Wawa. Let's veer and steer and be bait and queer. So baity. Um, Wawa. Wow. Oh, no, no, no. I think there are now like seven or eight Wawas in Florida. Wow. Yeah. That's it? I thought there'd be more. I thought that was like a thing down there. Dude, it just started last year. Oh, really? Yes. They have this five-year plan where I believe they're supposed to have 14 or 15 from Jacksonville all the way down to Key West. Ooh. Yes. But like in the Tampa, Orlando area, especially Orlando, they're, it's like Pennsylvania. They're everywhere. That's what Claus was saying. It's crazy. He goes there like once a week. So crazy. It's just, it just blows my mind. It's just, that's, that's absurd. It's bananas and it's bonkers. That's, and it, that's, that makes me go cuckoo for cocoa. It's just, that's, that's wild. I just want to scratch the wallpaper. Wawa, considering Arlington, 
as part of DC area expansion. Looks like a cuckoo for my cocoa. What does this even mean? I got cuckoo for my cocoa, rough and stuff. Yo, Snoop, you're up. Does Arlington, Virginia bleed into Washington, D.C.? It's very close. It's considered oh. part of that um, metropolitan area. Oh. It's called the Washington Corridor. So Wawa's Wawa going to like f- be part of the the, the bridged the bridge to ga- the the bridge between them both. Oh yeah, nice. Yes. They're great. If you're not familiar with Wawa, basically uh wow, a treat if you're especially living in the Pennsylvania area, they're uh, uh, like uh, convenience stores if you will, but they're much more uh, oh yes, they're much much more. They have automated selections where you can Touch a screen. I'm going to order a roast beef sandwich. They give you 80 options for each step. It's like Subway, but, but you don't have to talk to anyone. You just click, push yes. things everyone even thought of, and it's available. But let me ask you this, John. When I lived there, it, it was good, but it was no thing. It was like, yeah, maybe I'll go to Wawa. It was like maybe once, twice a month. But no. since I've, I've been abandoned, I'm like, I really wish they were around because they were great. It's funny because I didn't start appreciating Wawa <clears throat> until – we were down the Jersey Shore for two weeks, and there were like the, well, a long stretch. the Smiths, the McShays, um, other people from high school were there, like all on the same like street. Like we were all there at the same time for two oh, weeks. Oh, nice. So every day there was like 12 of us, all like teenagers, all sophomore and, and juniors in high school. Uh, and we were all like, okay, we need to go eat. Well, we can't go to like just one of our houses. Why don't we just go to Wawa? So we make Wawa oh. runs every day, and I fell in love with the chicken salad shorty oh, and the so ras- sweet raspberry iced tea. Uh, and you know, nozzle fest. That's I think where the nostalgia started. So it was like early in high school. So interesting. Then in you were there with your families, kind of thing. Yeah, and friend, high school friends, and then buddies all hanging out. Finally, have a car so like we could go drive to Wawa. You know, that that was a big thing. And then in college, when I'd come home for like Christmas break or or the summer, because stupid Center County, Pennsylvania doesn't have Wawa. Yeah, we have sheets. Because you're my cousin, doesn't mean we can't get it out. So they, uh, so I craved the Wawas when I got home. Yeah, they had sheets. I'm surprised they haven't caught on too. The Wawa's all over the place. At least that business model, the touch screens. I mean, I think it's great, mm. and it's good food too. You know, I mean, it's not it's not the best of the best, but it it does the job, and it's it's better than anything you'll find in any fast food restaurant easily. That's what. Uh, that's when it became gold to me because it was nights I would get back from concerts in Philly. Yeah. And yes. Because, because McShay's house is the closest. It's like on the way back, you get off the turnpike or whatever. McShay's house is the closest, and there's a Wawa right by his house. So we'd always crash there, but we'd always go to Wawa first. Yeah. And at, at like one in the morning, and get that chicken salad hoagie that would oh. send me right to the crib. Yep, it would just lullaby me, frolicking me to Lalaloo land. And then the cheesesteak, there would be a little crumb I left on the, the table. And I looked over at it with one eye open, and it would say, Matthew, Lalaloo. La la loo, you just ate la, la, a buffalo chicken cheesesteak. La la loo. La, yeah, they're, they're so good. And um, 
it's a clutch thing for me. If I go back to uh, when I visit Philly, I'll be like, I'll hit a Wawa, always come back from the airport. It's like the first stop. I'm like, I just got to get in there and get something. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I want to have it. You don't want to eat that gross airport food. <laughs> uh, and so if you can make it. It's offensive. When you land, you're like ravaged. You're so hungry. And so gross. It's Wawa, free, the airport food, too. <sighs> It is. You just take it and walk away, and then if anyone questions you, you go, no, I'm set. And they're not, they don't care. They're, they're not going to stop you. It's free. Pretty sure I, like, overpaid for something, and the person didn't even notice. So when I can when I can make that mistake, and they're, yeah. they're that dishonest, I'm like, I'm just going to, I'm not paying for this crap. I'm going to walk up here. And yeah. They're not going to care. You. They're not going to care. No, they're not going At the ripe age of 36, I just discovered this. Stealing at the airport is totally okay. It is, and I'll tell you how you justify it. On the back of every plane ticket, in the small print, it says there's you pay into the ticket a concession fee. Granted, that has nothing to do with the airport food, but that's how you justify it. Yes, You're it paying does. this concession fee. Yeah. That's all with, with Jen, too. If we have bad concession service. I'll, just, stand. I'll look at her and say, we're not paying for this. Like, this is free. This is free. And we'll just start eating it there. All bond pain is good for that. You can just walk up and, and get a soup and sandwich, eat it in front of employees. It's almost like a joke. Bad, they just don't know what's going on. Bad ser- yeah, they think they've already served you. They see thousands. That's what it is. Probably millions. You're a of number. A You're day. one guy, and they don't give a shit. They're not getting paid. This- They're not the owner of the company. They're working eight hour shifts, making minimum wage, and getting the hell out of there. They, they don't care. hate. They hate it. And if, and if they ever give you a problem, you just go up to a TSA officer and go, that sweaty Indian guy over there asked me to put something in his bag, and you'll never see him again. Airport pranks! <laughs> air, 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 airport pranks! That guy over there has a weird-looking bag. What guy? What does he look like? I don't know. I don't know. Arab. Arab. <laughs> Sir, I'm a white man. My name is John Montgomery. I'm your father. Arab. I was on a flight to London once. <laughs> Going to London. Terror. I, I was going through customs, and there was this hippie-looking guy. And he was kind of annoying. Uh, and uh, But he hippie. jumped over. He dropped his lighter or something over the uh, the rail. Oh. And he jumped over the rail, and he picked the lighter or something, and then he got back over. And I thought, oh, this is the one in a billionth chance that guy just jumped over and picked up something that he shouldn't have. And something happens. I'll never forgive myself. Oh, like so he I went dropped a, a bomb. Some, I don't know. Well, I saw him drop his lighter, and then he jumped over like a gate to pick it up, and then jump back over. But I thought it was a weird kind of move to do in an airport anyway, because you can't take a lighter on board, so we'd have to throw it out in ten feet. And just in case, like there was something planted there or something, I didn't want to risk it. I was just afraid. I was like, it better to be safe than right. sorry. It's nothing yes. wrong. He's fine. So I told a TSA agent, if and they took him aside. If you see, they took him away. Say something. If you. If you see something, say something. If they, anybody asks you to put anything in their bag or an unattended bag, please report it to the nearest TSA agent. Did the hippie get, like, full cavity the, search, Willie? The, the hippie didn't make the flight. I'll just say that. They took him away to, to question him, and he was really mad. But I was like, I'm not – no. No way. No and the, way. And I'm not, not profiling, but this is a couple years after 9-11, and he had a beard, and he looked – it was questionable. All right, I'll just put that. I thought you said he was a hippie. 
He was, but he had like a Jerry Garcia thing going on. He could have been like a white sympathizer kind of guy. Oh yes, a bushman. He could have been. Yeah, he could have been a bushman. A crazy. It was like it would. He looks like if you and I joined ISIS, what our beards would look like. Uh, right. First yeah. of all, it's hilarious uh, to see a beards on us, but but uh, but it was a little questionable. He was like like he looked like hillbilly Jim. He looked like Nantucket. He looked like hillbilly Jim, the like distant, far-off cousin of Nantucket Jim. Like he maybe was living in the desert where they didn't have razor blades. Exactly. Precise, precisely. Allowed to he shave was, their face. He was experimenting with peyote, and he was living on a farm, and he wandered too far off and got lost for six weeks. And uh, that was the result. I'll tell you, I could talk about airports all day long. Just the, the, uh, the scenarios that they put you in. It's just so awkward. Oh, dude, I hate it. I feel like cattle. I yeah, feel you, like a sheep. You feel like a sheep. And you and I are the same. I, I want them to like me and forget me. I, I follow all the rules. I take my shoes off. I don't question. I say, sir. Oh, yeah. I, I cause no problems at the airport. I don't need anything delayed or... Whatever. No. I'm a Tell you what, shadow. I was in a situation in an airport coming back from Mexico. Do tell. I was down there in 2000. And I, and Preach. I, uh, Preach. I was getting on to Continental Flight, and I couldn't find my passport to get back on. And I was like, I know it's here somewhere. Oh. And I, I legitimately like walked somewhere. And they took me in this room, and it was like a, a brick wall, concrete wall. What? And there was this fat Mexican army guy with a white shirt. And it was dark, and I was like brought in front of him with these two other army guys, Mexican. And I was like, "Dude, this is like a cartel thing, or they think I'm." So I was just like, "Look, I'm an American. Here's I lost my passport. Whatever, whatever. I need to make a phone call." And thankfully, by the grace of God, I knew a flight <laughs> attendant named Cindy who worked for Continental, and she like vouched for me through the customs, and they let me on the plane. And my passport was a. This is pre 9/11, by the way. This would never happen today. But I eventually oh, God, found yeah. um, my passport like in a bag because, you know, I was like 18 and with a buddy and we were drinking. And, I, you know, I just probably – but it was so scary because you're in this room. And like, I'll like, get back. Where does, you know uh, – uh, uh, yeah, they had like the mustache and it was like – I was just what, come on. Are you going to kill me? Like, are you Scarface? What is going on here? What did, okay. one, what did, one, kid. What did one snowman say to the other? <laughs> So it, was, it was scary, man. I don't mess around in airports. Smells like carrot salsa. Car- Yay! Did you know? But nose. Do you know what a Norwal is? Yeah, yeah. It's an actual thing. With the long thing. It's got like a. Uh, Bye, Mr. Norwal. Thanks, buddy. I hope you find your dad. I thought that was like made up. I thought that was yeah. like one of those invented animals of the north. You've just described the unicorn of the sea, my friend. It's a narwhal. It's a narwhal. Narwhal pranks. They, they don't know why it has that unicorn, like, tusk horn thing. Um, and then they observe them. Dude, they just wait for a school of fish, and they just go, and they get, like, six of them on their horn. Yeah, it's their little, like, skewer. Yes! Yeah, it's, a, a, it's a smorgasbord of the Arctic Sea. What a, what a cool animal. Yeah, they are cool. I like them. I like them. I like Greenland sharks, too. They're like the world's oldest sharks, or they think they're one of the world's, oh, but they probably. just spotted one, and it, the shark is 400 years old, and it's still alive, and uh, they, they, they they were able to calculate how old it was. Um, how? It's amazing. Blood I don't something. know. They took a sample. Yeah, like a tissue sample. Green, 
Greenleaf or Greenland shark? Greenland shark. Greenland shark pranks. Greenland sharks. Can't wait for Shark Week, man. I'm, we're gonna we're gonna have to do a thing. <gasps> I'm gonna have to orchestrate that one. You did so much work last year. I felt like I did nothing. Well, the cool thing is this year we can just email those three again and just say, hey, when do you want to come? Yeah, on? yeah. Corey Riding's on. Corey Riding's. Was she was she our our best or was that Sage Meltzer? I thought they were both great in their own unique ways. Wow. This uh, shark here, what is it called? Greenland shark is really. Greenland kinda, shark. He, he kind of looks crazy. Greenland shark. But he looks like he's like 100 years old. He looks like he's made yeah. of marble or stone. He's got these white eyes. It's like dolls eyes. Yeah, they're, they're interesting. That's what he looks like. He's like, ah. I can't even wood. chew. Shrimp just flies in my mouth. It just fly. It looks like something made out of wood. I get lucky. Yes. Oh, that's a bad picture. Oh, you know what I like is Chromies Chromies. <laughs> Who liked Chromies Chromies? We, um, you brought it up, and then Sage confirmed that she knew Chromies Chromies, which is yeah. the damselfish or the Mediterranean Chromies. It's a small species, species of uh, raithin fish of the family. I'm not going to try to pronounce that. Pornocentralia. It was good, man. I, I like Sage when I, uh, we talked about the shark. Uh, or, or taking people out for a whale, and I was like, is there ever a larger person there that's obnoxious and loud on your tours that you just wish a shark would eat them? And they're like, oh, no, no, sir. We would never do that. I was like, just for a little bit. <laughs> what? Oh, were, you trying? were you trying to get her to be like, yeah, I fucking hate fat people. I'm like, Fuck. I was just trying to yeah, get her because she was being so PC as the voice of a right. of a large nonprofit. I just wanted her to put her guard down and just be like, yeah, I want, I want a Norwell to stab them. And I'm like, oh. See, like, I bet if we had her on more and more, we could eventually get her to be like, oh, the people on those tours I have to give, I want to stab 90% of them. 90% of them. Oh, my God. I'm looking at You got to give credit to those guys, too. This gunk that the hagfish, like, releases, you can actually, like, yeah. hold it up, dude. Like, it's like saran wrap almost. Ew. It's like this drippy, you know, why am I dripping with goose? Ooh, it's like a Mediterranean placenta. Ooh, it's like a um, it's like a a red sea snot. Ooh, disgusting! It's like a a a, a strait of Gibraltar jizz. Uh, gross! It, it the the, the damselfish the, the the hagfish disperses this gooey gunk that reminds me of a of a, of a black sea uh, projectile. Oh my gosh! This 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 hagfish disperses when in danger and feared, sort of out of its nature, its scientific nature that to the naked eye looks like an Arctic Circle ejaculation. Oh no! I'm gonna do one more and I'll wrap this bit up. Oh, oh, gross! Oh, this is this is disgusting. The the, the the hagfish actually this this hagfish actually has a a projectile that comes out of it. That when held up to the nude eye, it, 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 when oxygen's exposed to it, actually looks like 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 a, a permafrost, uh, uh, dead sea, jism. What are we talking about? Welcome to Cutting Edge Radio, everybody. Squidus. Squid up looks like Crystal Lake. Come. I gotta listen to my show again with you, Corrado. I didn't listen. 
but um I, I got some feedback about the uh um did a Corrado and DeWitt did you you guys did a show. Oh yeah. A couple weeks back, you guys were drinking and all that. Yeah. But I got I heard the uh some I got some feedback about the vasectomy story. Ooh. And it just made it so much more interesting to me. And I'm like, Oh, I got I to relist. I listened to a little bit when I was editing, but we right. did a show right after that. And DVD, yeah. you, your life just keeps. Yeah. So I really want to give that the respect it deserves and maybe have it back on soon and revisit that. Cause I'm curious. I'm, I'm just going to listen to it. I, I got to really hear that story. Cause I heard like, yeah, it was disgusting. It was talking about vasectomy. And I was like, makes me want to listen to it all the more now. Yes. So that's why it was, that that's why it was so good. He, you know, he didn't, he was descriptive and, uh, holy hell. I, uh, I I can't I can't even think about getting that operation done. No freaking way. I was going to ask you, would you ever do that? Well, for the Vicodin, yes, but uh, I would really have to mentally prepare myself for that kind of you don't you don't uh, need that for discomfort. You, you don't need that for anything. I I think I'd be so worried if a little snip the equipment would be down forever. Oh. I don't need anybody touching around down there. I mean, touching surgically, if you know. What, well, surgically sometimes too. That's wild, but but permanently <laughs> surgery. That's what we don't want. No, 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 no. No incisions. Snip, snap, snip, snap. Oh, I couldn't do it. <sighs> no, I don't want anyone with scissors near my testica. No, yeah, the the the, the testica does not need to be uh, tampered with in out. any regard. Uh, do you have any more sports with John tonight or anything you want to dive into? I, I didn't want to hijack it with stories about the dick, although I kind of do. I will pull out. The old sailor method. I am not getting that. Um, real quick, let's just check on our good old dead last place. Spot. Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, they're... Did they beat Boston today? Extra innings, bottom 12, 3-3, three, three, three outs. So that means we are going to the 13th, your grace. Wow. It's still on? The Yeah. It's 11.30 there. I know. Wow. The, the game last night went late, I think. The stupid Red Sox came back and beat us in 10 or 11, I think. But now it's going to the 13th. Oh, by the peppercorn of Jeremiah. Damn. Damn. Thirteenth at extra innings. Interesting. Yeah. My mom posted a picture on Facebook the other day. She found all my old Nintendo games and Super Nintendo games. I saw that. She yeah, they're they're cool. It was like she, that would be like my dad's mom posting a picture of all his old baseball cards. Yeah, great equivalency. Like I'm uh, gonna throw these out, and you're gonna. She's like, anybody want to keep these? And or should I throw these out or talk, sell them? I was like, nope, I want them in L.A. Keep those. Don't get rid of it. So she was like, "Yeah, no, I'll, I'll. You can pick them up when you come here. I'll ship them out, Matthew. It's fine." Matthew. But then I keep getting these notifications from all these comments, like, "I'll take them. I'll take them." And and the little nine year old of me has woken up, and I'm like, "You will not touch yeah, those, bro. young man. That's my fucking Roger Rabbit." Yeah. Why don't you read take... the other comments? They're not going yeah. anywhere. Shut right. the fuck up. So I, I'm like reading these. It's you know, they're, she's not going to do anything with them. It's fine. But. Yeah. But but I keep getting these notifications like a week later. It's like I, I would like to have them, please. Like, yo, man, you'll bite your tongue. Yeah, I bet you would like to have them. Maybe you should yeah. have kept yours instead of giving them away for a dollar at a garage sale. Yeah, you can't borrow them. You can come over and play it for a couple hours, but yeah. you know we'll have some sandwiches. But you can't take it home. But you can play it. We can play it in the basement together. Not out of my sight. 
Dude, I was calculating the amount of games I had in 91. There were $50 a game. It was like I had like $1,500 in games in 91. I don't know how much that is in today's dollars. But I took my parents for a ride with those video games. It was like over over a three-year stretch. It wasn't all at once. But if you think about the prices then, you calculate it. That adds up. Dude, a game, I remember when we got Mario 3, it was like... 55 or you know it was like five dollars more than what every other game was it was right yeah. when it came out and my dad was like oh i can't believe i'm spending this money on this game yes but you would because spend. the price of video games hasn't changed but obviously inflation have so video games today are like 60 bucks back then they were like 50 bucks yeah and, and that was like uh i don't know like 150 bucks at the time yes and then the, the bigger ones it was almost like spending 200 dollars in a game you can get like a system for that much today but that thing was the ultimate babysitter. Like, oh, that's you, all you had to do. Parents had to pry their kids away to join them, instead of yeah. like trying to find something to occupy their kid. That system took kids away from parents. That's it all was, it was. They were just like, all right, we'll see you in eight hours. It was great. Yeah, we're crazy, gonna make another brother for you. Crazy ending here in uh, Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. Twins beat the Mariners, twenty to seven. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's a football score. Yeah, that is a uh, a big beating. Um, among the other top teams, Nationals down the Braves, Cubs crush the Mets, Dodgers beat the Indians, and the Yankees and Angels of Los Angeles Anaheim are tied at the top of the fifth, one to one. Oh, and the Padres beating the Reds, bottom five, three nothing. Nice. Yes. Three to nothing? Three nothing. Astros doesn't look like they played. Rays, Bays, Rays be, beat the Jays. And the Royals on top of the Giants, two to one in the fifth with one on and two outs. And that. What was it? <sighs> <sighs> Can you throw me a wet towel? Or maybe, maybe you need to come in here. This is really weird looking. There is something weird going on in this stall. Please. Can you you turn the water fountain? Oh, there's a lot of blood. Can you get a teacher? Can you please get a teacher? (laughs) You did it at a public restaurant. I did a public prank. I did a bathroom prank the other day. I was, uh, because I don't really do the bathroom pranks because I'm not a weirdo. Right. Where I'm going to, like, mess with people in the john. Yeah, I just suggest Uh, I mean, I've done it, it. but I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. But, But I did one the other day. I went in there and something there and i started this is a stupid prank but i started talking in jer- like gibberish german oh. in the stall next to them just to see so i went in there i was out the urinal i was i was tinkling and somebody was like a foot away from me in a stall and i started just going and was is das and i started ta- and then i went to wash my hands and i was like but so I, and they didn't say anything it actually got quieter probably- i started saying this they, so I was on the phone. That was just fake German. Those were no words other than they're, no. They're, they're words, but they're not any. They're not. They're just like smashed together. Yeah. But like it sounds like you're actually saying something yeah. in German. So I would think that you were German, and you can do the accent, and then you're standing there washing your hands, and I would be like, oh, he's probably on some crazy high tech German phone where it's like in his brain. He's just talking yeah. to somebody right <laughs> now. I can't Those see high tech Germans. Yes. Is sports with John, 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 John. John, John, John.
Tweet us. Screen up. At the underscore podcast. Do you want to narrow this one down to the W column this evening? Yeah, let's uh, yeah, let's slice it. Eleven. Slice it. Slash. All right. From the gentleman in charge of the damselfish or the Mediterranean chromis chromis, Matthew Chromis-Cromis. Clark, to the gentleman who invented the word chromis chromis, Jonathan Assinger, saying thank you for tuning in to the Podcastles Nerd 35, and we'll see you later on. Good night, everybody. Godspeed. <laughs> that might have been the best ending ever. A little glass, glass it's a great cup show. Trick. Here she come now, say morning.